Hello, I'm Laurieann Lumby with Soul School, and this is The Way of Love video and podcast. The Way of Love video podcast is an inspirational journey into the ultimate purpose of our lives, to remember our true nature as love. Gathering wisdom and insights from ancient wisdom traditions, I piece together and present the knowledge and tools we need to transcend a vision and return to love. What begins as an individual journey blossoms into a movement, a movement that has the potential to change our whole world. Be that love and be that change. I'm Laurieann Lumby and this is the way of love. Today's topic, to borrow a phrase from a close friend, is withdrawing consent. We live in a world that seeks to divide. We live in a world that teaches us from the first minute of our lives to separate. Now, of course, we are here to have a unique and individual journey. And so for that purpose, we do need to have an understanding of separation. We need to understand that we are unique and individual and separate from others and that we are sovereign within ourselves. Our world, however, has distorted that natural sense of separation and created it in such a way as if to privilege certain aspects of our human experience. Now this separation, this purposeful separation, arises out of a place of fear and we'll talk more about that fear in another video. But for today's, for today's purpose, we'll just acknowledge and recognize that this intent to separate is not malevolent or evil in and of itself. In fact, it is more of a symptom of our own soul in a state of woundedness. So we are invited to have compassion and understanding of number one, ourselves, when we find ourselves in that place of dividing and separating, but also in others and probably more pointedly in others. So this distorted individualism, this distorted sense of uniqueness, has become all the ways in which we as a species separate and divide. We create division based on our appearance. We create division based on what we have called race, which is determined by the amount of melanin in our skin, which is a strange way to divide. We divide each other by tribe, by clan, by village, by town, 
by sides of a town, by state, by country, by region. We divide ourselves by language and customs. We divide ourselves by religion, politics, the economic state of our lives, our nationality. We divide ourselves into our peer groups. Are we the cool kids or the mean girls, the jocks, the wasteoids, the hicks? What are we? And why do we need to divide? This division has been a part of the human experience for thousands of years. And as I said, there's a natural component to that division. But when that division becomes hostile, hatred, hateful, violent, evil, then we have to take a look at what harm is this division doing us? Number one, individually, number two as a culture, number three as a species. Number four, what is this division doing to our planet? The very world that we rely on for our own survival. We might argue that human beings have also divided themselves from the rest of the world that human beings are not part of the overall environment of the world. We are not part of the ecosystem. We are here to have power and dominion over the animals, the plants, the resources. This level of division has brought us to the point of our own extinction. This division is conditioned, meaning it's trained into us. A popular meme that goes around social media is that racism isn't born, it's taught. And indeed it is. As is every other form of discrimination or hatred towards the other. There are, there are no others here. We are one species living in one world. A species that thrives in community, that thrives in cooperation and working in collaboration and harmony with each other. We thrive when we learn not to divide, but to celebrate our diversity, to celebrate our uniqueness to look at each other, to look at every single human being and ask ourselves, actually be curious to know and understand, how is this person unique? What gifts do they bring into the world? What special way of seeing things that they have that I don't, might I learn from? What experiences have they had that I might 
learn and grow from or gain compassion through? What challenges do they face that might give me an opportunity for kindness and mercy? What challenges have they gone through that might support? What challenges have they experienced that might give me an opportunity to receive support for challenges of my own? We are a species that thrives in this kind of pack experience. But unfortunately, for thousands of years, we have been trained instead of how to cooperate in harmony and collaboration and celebration, we have been trained to divide. Now, because this kind of division is conditioned, it's something that we're trained to do. We can untrain it. The simplest, and I guess I'll say the first step in untraining ourselves from that division is simply by nature of choice. We decide if we're going to participate in that division, if we're going to capitalize on it in some way, if we're going to react to it or engage in it. There are some very powerful and painful examples of this from the last few years of the human experience, especially as it's been lived out in Western culture. The first is in the world of politics. Politics is one of the ways in which we have been conditioned to divide. Are you Republican or Democrat? Independent or Libertarian? Green Party? or something else. It's like a club through which we find some sense of belonging. Now that's another topic for another video. But we're not really experiencing belonging or love through this kind of division. In fact, the way it's mostly lived out in Western culture is through hatred and fear and condemnation and ridicule. And I don't care where you sit in the political spectrum. We are all guilty, including me, of this divide. Are we participating in the narrative? Are we part of the rhetoric? Are we reacting the things that we're seeing on social media that demonize one political party over another? Are we painting broad brushstrokes in our judgments? Are we holding individuals as representative of an entire party? Why do we have parties in the first place? 
All of these are questions that we have to ask ourselves. Is this division, is this contentious division in the world of politics helping or harming ourselves, our culture, our world? I would argue that they're harming all of the above. How many relationships have you seen fall away because someone chose division over the desire to understand? One way in which we can respond to political division is to stop participating in it. Vote how you want to vote. Stand where you want to stand on the issues. But instead of demonizing what we consider as the other or thinking of the other as the other, stop. Don't argue or seek to convince. Don't demonize or throw hatred. Allow the loud voices of division to be silenced simply by nature of not giving it our attention. If someone puts something on social media that you don't like, walk away. It's not about you. If it triggers you in some way, then there's something inside of you that might need attention or responding to. If there's a social justice issue that needs to be addressed, address that issue. But hateful, hurtful political rhetoric, disagreements, arguments, fights are not helping anybody. The same is true of what we've been through with COVID, COVID-19. How many people have you seen fall out of your friend circle or out of your circle of acquaintances because you stand in a different place in something that has been uh, politicalized, is that the right word? <laughs> instead of participating in those arguments, instead of feeding the fire, unplug, walk away, stand in your truth, and if you want to understand somebody else's position or experience, ask them. Invite a healthy, collaborative conversation built on the idea of discovery. Help me understand why you believe what you believe. Help me see it through your eyes. Help me understand it from your shoes. We might be surprised to discover that 
we really aren't that divided from each other. That in fact, we hold many common beliefs, many common values. And when we find that place of connection, not only are we healing our human relationships, but we're also finding that harmony that can lead to cooperation and collaboration. Let me give you an example. A few years back, after one of one of the big school shootings and media, social media, the news was blowing up with arguments and questions about gun control. I found myself troubled. Troubled because I understand the concerns and the fear over certain aspects of the availability of firearms in this country. I also know and have close friends with people that responsibly use guns, whether that be through hunting or sport or whatever other reason they might choose to possess a firearm. I knew that I didn't know enough about the issue. Neither did I know enough about the Second Amendment. So I reached out to a friend. I reached out to a friend who I knew would know. And I invited him into a conversation. It was a beautiful, civil conversation in which I became more informed and through which the two of us together came to understand that we agreed. We agreed on how it would be best to deal with the question of the right to bear arms in this country. These are the kinds of conversations that we can say yes to Say yes to seeking understanding. Say yes to seeking common ground. Say yes to seeking information and knowledge. And saying no to participating in conversations, rhetoric, social media arguments, meme wars, anything else that might seek to divide. And that includes deciding how and in what way we want to participate in the political discussions of our nation. How and in what way we want to participate in or believe the media. We have an opportunity to decide, are we going to continue to divide? Are we going to be part of the divide? Or are we going to withdraw our consent from that encultured experience of division 
and choose instead to find a way to come together. To come together for the purpose of love. To come together for the purpose of understanding. To come together for the purpose of curiosity and discovery. To come together so that we might heal ourselves, heal our culture, and to begin to heal our world. The way of love starts with us. It starts with our choices, our choices on what to participate in and what to withdraw our consent from. And in doing that, we are empowered to live more fully from love and less from a place of division. This is my hope in delivering this podcast is to give us the understanding that we have these choices, that we can choose to withdraw our consent from the system of division and to consent instead to a system of love. Be that love and be the change. I'm Laurieann Lumpy, and this is The Way of Love. To learn more about the services and programs that I offer, please visit my website at www.laurieannlumby.com. And I look forward to joining you in being the love and being the change. Thank you.